You are listening to the Confidence Chronicles podcast, episode number 59. Hola, hola. It's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start reclaiming your confidence. Start standing in your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. I am here to remind you I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hey, my friends, how are you? What is happening in your world? It is raining here in Melbourne. It's like peak of winter, y'all. It is so damn cold. But I love it because the change in contrast is so beautiful. And I just get to wear nice snuggly little velour hot pink jumpers, which I'm very excited about. And today's topic was inspired this morning by my clients. I have been seeing my clients, those of you that I see one-on-one, also my amazing, amazing in-person sisterhood women, my amazing, you know, online program sisterhood women, all of you women, I'm just like, I'm in awe because although I am a coach and I am teaching my clients and coaching my clients, my clients are teaching and coaching me. Like y'all are teaching me always. We are always co-creating things and we were chatting this morning about being a masculine woman and so many of my clients no surprise I attract who I'm like my clients are really masculine women and what I want to do is talk to you about what that is I want to tell you what that is because some of you may be like what do you mean masculine woman like like a man woman like what is this when I say masculine women what I mean is that masculine energy which is all about the achieving the go getting the make it happen yo yo make it happen make it happen go go do 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 it's that energy of achievement that energy of making it happen it's that it's almost like the control and the and by the way there's a lot of beautiful things that the masculine has this is not a bash on masculine energy you need to step into your masculine at times and we have both but this is my women that are high achievers my women that like to push down their emotions and go now I'm good I got this I'm good you see a lot of this in the hood you see a lot of this with trauma you see a lot of this with pain you see a lot of this when people have had you know um shit go down in their world that's really heavy and our 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 default you know masculine women is like i'm good can't do that right now i got this i don't have time to figure that out and soften i can't have to protect myself i'm a warrior let's make that shit happen it's like xena fucking warrior princess shit right without the princess (laughs) so what happens in this space and why I wanted to talk about it, I was so, we were chatting and I wrote it down as we were talking because I'm like, fuck, this needs a podcast. Like, it's so important because we are in a tricky ass time right now. An exciting yet tricky time because I'm a flip it because I've been a masculine woman my whole life and I still, as y'all may have heard my husband's podcast episode called Being With A Strong Woman, you know, my husband's very soft, very feminine energy. He's a masculine dude. But he's got feminine energy. And I can totally get up in my masculine, right? Which is because of my upbringing and how I grew up and, you know, everything I know about survival and what I've needed in the past to keep myself alive, I jump into that easily. And the whole softening, nourishing, submissive, gentle uh, being, not talking nature, that's not me. That's not more like me. Like, who is me, really? But that's not what I would tend to go for. Does that make sense? 
So although I'm a girl and I got my nails did and I wear hot pink lipstick and I wear lingerie and I'm very feminine and, you know, I love my husband and I want to have sex with him and I'm feminine in that sense for myself, there are still my masculine tendencies, which is like the go-getter, the driver, the driving force that's gotten me from couldn't buy bread last year to fucking six-figure coach, right? And that's a whole nother podcast, by the way, that I'm sharing with you guys soon. But that's what that's what drives me. So I don't want to like bash the masculine in us because we need that. We need them both. But it gets really tricky. I'm going to give you examples so that you can see in your own life or you can hear through the stories of me and my clients. It's crazy because we live in a world right now where women have been pushed down for many years. We were not allowed to vote. We were not allowed to have a say. We were not allowed. We were looked as as less than to the man. We were looked as as we are less uh, strong. We were we couldn't do this. We couldn't do that. We're only good for bearing children and cleaning houses and cooking. Like that's how the woman, you know, we were looked as that, right? We were the ones that were taken care of while the men provided and we stayed home. We raised the children. We we raised the house. We did all that. And now you're living in a world where women are waking the fuck up. Like we are like taking our power back. We are literally spreading our message around the globe of empowerment and strength and equality and, you know, working through our adversities and not putting up with this fucking rape and abuse and abortion laws and all the bullshit that's going on. Right. So you're we're coming into a time where we're in a time where women are standing up. We are standing up. We are womaning up. Right. And it's tricky because we woman up and some of us are fighting against and some of us are standing up for what is going on. But then you still have women not getting paid the same as men. You still have women getting killed and attacked for just walking down the fucking street or wearing normal clothing or whatever it is and men abusing them or, 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 or murdering them. We still have all, we have women with postnatal depression. We have people having babies and not having support village systems. Like all of this shit, right? Like where we're still, we don't have a fucking female president, like all of this stuff going on where women are still fighting for rights. We still have that yet. How do you embrace the feminine? Because then we have the other flip side where there's a bunch of women who are manning up who are masculine up, who are protecting their hearts, protecting their emotions because they don't want to be hurt. They don't want to be traumatized. They don't want to be affected. So we woman up through the masculine and then we emasculate the men. And yeah, we think we're protecting ourselves. We think we're going for what we want, but we are so in the masculine of chasing and desires and going for it and fucking workaholic and bust your ass and do, 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 not being, doing. We are fucking doing our asses off. And we're stressed the fuck out. And, you know, we're with men that maybe are gentle and men that maybe are soft. And we're like being the men. We're like, I can't, I can't, I'm fucking, I need to work. I need to make the money. I don't want to talk about it. I got this. Shut up. Let me make it happen. You know, the conversation I'm having with my clients, I'm like, fuck these women. We're going on the other side now. We're almost, we're almost like we're losing what it is to be in touch with our beautiful, sensual, feminine, energetic Less is more. Plant yourself. Root chakra. Fucking no shoes. Get in nature. Chill. Touch yourself. Love yourself. Fuck yourself. Orgasm. Dance. Move your hips. Sing. Touch your hair. Love your fucking body. Do for you. Take time out for you. Get a massage. Do your hair and makeup. Have you filled your own cup? All of that to me is like the beautiful parts of feminine. Don't fight so much. Stand in power. Don't do it with force. Like that. 
That's what I'm talking about in this podcast. My my whole goal is not to offend any of you out there listening. I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to explain myself about it because if you listen, you know who I am. You know what I'm about. I'm not about, you know, making anybody small or making anybody feel like I'm outsizing anybody or ostracizing any kind of culture or people or anyone. But I want you to check in with yourself. If you're listening to this, maybe you feel like a masculine woman. And my husband even refers to me like I have masculine tendencies and like my making money and wanting to make it happen and just sorting it out. But for me, that was my resilience. For me, that's like my warrior. My warrior comes in and takes over. But what I want to tell you is you have different, you, you're multidimensional. You're not just the warrior, not just the mother. You're not just the, the worker. You're not just the employee. You're not just the business boss bitch. You know, you are, you're not just the wife. You know, you have so many parts of you, multidimensional, and I really want you to check in with yourself and I'm going to offer my lessons to you just in case this serves you because if all you're doing is busting your ass and working hard and working this and working, working, working or shoving your emotions down or not letting anybody help you and you have to do it all because you're a fucking control freak or you don't trust other people or your heart is so guarded because someone heard it then now you've got like fucking barbed wire, electric fence, fucking thorns that, that will cut anybody who even gets close to you to protect yourself. You're missing out on the beautifulness that the feminine has. And you may be judging what the feminine is. You may be judging those women, air quotes, yeah? And I want you to find out for yourself where you're at so that you can start to embrace these parts. And I'm going to give you two or three things that you can do that I am embarking on doing so that I can soften into my feminine with my same strength, yeah? So this whole thing isn't about you bowing down, being weak, you know? (laughs) I said to my client this morning, I'm like, I can open the jar of fucking pickles, let me tell you what. But I'm sure that my husband appreciates and I'm like, babe, can you open this? (laughs) You know, and if you know men and how they like to help and be problem solvers and use, and if you have a good man that you love, like you will do that for them. Like I, I know I could open that jar. Don't play. I'm strong. But like it helps me ask for help. It helps him feel like he's helpful. And there's many things that I ask for help now and I allow Hamish, my beautiful husband, to jump in and help me do. But that was my beginning. Like that's how I started. Can you open this jar? Even though my ass knew I could open it. And, and letting him in, letting him help me. So if you're in a relationship with a man who's very masculine or a man who's in their feminine, you swap roles. If you're in a relationship with a female who is in her masculine or is in her feminine, swap roles. Does that make sense? So you check in with where you need to be. This podcast is about women who are feeling like they have to embrace or maybe don't even know they have been embracing the masculine. And I'm telling you, your secret power is in the softening. And my homegirl angel, Phoenix, Angela Gallo, y'all know her on Instagram. If you don't, now you know, check her out. She has a tattoo on herself. And we talk about this all the time. And it's so funny. She reminds me, I've got this tattooed on me. You could be soft and savage. She's got soft and savage on her. Meaning, you don't have to be one or the other, my darling. You are multidimensional. I will say it again. You can be strong and still soften. You can be fierce and be sensual you can be super feminine and look after your fucking ass and take care of yourself yeah so so there is not one or the other so this this is really what I've been seeing out in my practice of coaching with my clients clients who are workaholics women 
And underneath the workaholic, and when I say underneath, I mean at the root cause, at the core of all of this is I'm not good enough. I need to prove to these people that I'm worthy. I need to prove to these people that I'm good enough. I need to prove to these people that I'm worthy of love. I am worthy of a raise. I am worthy of attention. And in the proving of this, the fact that you don't believe it in yourself is what's coming out. So it's not coming out because they believe it. It's usually at work coming out because that's what you think. And maybe people at work activate it for you. Maybe people at work point out things that are already active in you. And and this is one of my clients was really struggling because, you know, workaholic, working your ass off. And then when you get home, where's the relationship? When you get home to your partner, where's the conversation and the connection and the sex and the sensuality? Where's the fucking fun, ladies? Where's the fun? When you're so busy doing and working and mothering and doing all these roles, when you wear the mask of that role and you put the whole outfit on, mother outfit, and your husband comes home in your mother outfit, how are you going to fuck your husband in the mother outfit? How's your husband going to fuck you? See, I'm so masculine. How are you going to fuck your husband? As if you're going to fuck your husband. Maybe you are. <laughs> That's my masculine talking. How is your husband going to fuck you, right? How are you going to rock each other's world when you're in the I'm a mom zone and wearing the mom outfit and being the mom you know, um, archetype only. Now, is there a place for motherhood? Yes. Is there a place for business? Yes. Is there a place for sexy sensuality? Yes. Is there a place for go getter? Don't fuck with me and soften me and nice me and happy and out. And there's a place for all of that. What I'm saying is don't think you're just one. This is where we're fucking each other up is that we think we're just one and then we have to be that all the time. And for me, I know when I get in my masculine, when I'm like, yo, just make it happen. (laughs) I didn't talk like a man like I just got to make it happen I just got to do this now I got to send this email just give me a minute I got to make this I know I can do this and I push myself to the to the extreme to 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 tiredness to breaking to my body being fucking wrecked and my husband you know what he's doing he's going for a walk in the woods (laughs) like that is so feminine being out in nature and chilling and stopping and saying I've done enough work today I'm gonna go for a walk in the woods and meditate and go for a walk that is what I'm saying. And I, and I would do so well. And my clients who are heavily uh, embracing their masculine at the moment would do so well with that. Let me tell you another tip, another good thing that's good for embracing your feminine. And you may be like, I don't know if I'm in my masculine or feminine. Check in. Check in with yourself. If there's trauma, if there's, if there's shit that you had to do because some hard shit happened when you were younger or you were, in a, you were in a terrible relationship. One of my clients was in a really bad relationship. And it had been over 15 years that she's been single. And so what happened? She learned how to look after herself. She learned how to not trust men. She learned how to guard her heart. She learned how to let go of asking anybody for help. And some of this shit, depending on who you are and what you believe in, could be past life shit. Like not all of it could be yours in this lifetime. It could be old shit that has crept into you and your soul and your body right now. I'm going to leave that there and I'm going to say nothing else about that. If you feel resonates with you, go deeper into that, right? Because it could be old shit that's not yours in this life, yeah? And I really feel that for some of my clients. And so here we are, and for myself even, right? Here we are wanting love, wanting affection, wanting to be loved, wanting to be nurtured and looked after. But when we are being that full-on masculine role, nobody can do that for us because we're doing it for ourselves already. So if you don't let anybody help you, you don't soften. You do it all. I got it. I'm going to do it myself. I'm good. I'm good. I got this. Nobody can get in. Nobody's allowed in. And the door's locked. You got the key, you lock the fucking door, nobody can come in, and then you wonder why no one comes in. Where are all the people? Where are the where where are they? I'm like, honey, you lock them out. 
you lock them out, then don't be surprised, you know? Any of you out there, have you ever been crying and your partner hasn't come up to you and been like, are you okay? I'm so sorry. When you're a strong fucking woman, a masculine woman or a strong-ass woman, your partner might be like, oh, she's good. I don't have to worry about it. I've had to remind my husband, honey, just because I'm strong doesn't mean I don't want you to come over and, like, hug me because I'm really pissed off and upset right now and I need a hug. You know, like, I'm like, I'm strong, but don't leave me. Like, let, like hug me and feel sorry for me and love me up right now. Like, I need a bit of that. So you may find that, like, when you're so in your masculine and so go-getter, make it happen, do, 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 that, you know, you still want to be treated like that, but it's very confusing, especially if you're dating a man. They're, they don't know. Like, if you say no, it's no. If you say yes, it's yes. They have no idea. There's no gray in between for them. <laughs> Believe you me. My husband talks about it on his podcast. There's no gray. If you say, I don't want a gift, they ain't going to buy it for you. Then I, you should have known, you know, I thought about that movie. I don't know what it was, but it was, um, what's her name from friends and that funny guy. This is horrible. It's the worst explanation of a movie ever, by the way. Um, what's that girl's name? Anyway, the girl from friends and some funny dude. And she's like, he's like, I don't want to do the dishes. She's like, I want you to want to do the dishes. You know, like I want you to want to do it. It's not about doing the dishes. Like I want you to want to do them. You know what movie I'm talking about. If you do, please send me a message on Instagram because I totally forgot. But it's like the principle, right? And they don't get it. They do not understand. So literally, as you say, that's what happens. So what we need to do, what I think the best key is for me, what I've been digging into, how do I soften? Get out in nature. Get your ass out in nature. If you're somebody who's constantly doing, try to be. Which being doesn't take anything. Being means you being present. And staying in the actual moment and not thinking about the next step and the next level and the next thing you need to do and where you need to be. It's just you sitting with yourself, being present, getting in nature. Get your ass in nature. Number one. Number two, singing. Now, I'm not saying you have a good voice or a bad voice. I don't consider myself someone that has an amazing voice. But when you sing, the, the, uh, there's like so many studies that show the, the vibrational frequencies of your mouth and your body when you move sound out of your body inside from your diaphragm out to your mouth and out words. Holy shit. It changes your vibration. It changes your frequency. It is so beautiful. You know, like when babies are little and the mother's like, da, 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 and they sing to them. It's usually the mother that's singing to the baby. It is the most gentle, caring, loving way to love yourself, care for yourself, sing in the shower, sing in the car, sing a song wherever you are, and I promise you, you will start to embody that inner goddess, that inner softness, right? Unless you're singing like death metal to yourself. That would be weird. But anyway, no judgment, y'all. If you like to sing death metal, look it up, right? Number three, dance. Now, here's there's something called dancing eros. And it's erotic tantric dance. Now, I think anything for erotica is good for the woman of this 2019 world. We are so shut off. We are shut off to our fucking bodies. We are shut off to sensuality and sexuality. A lot of us. We are all up in the technology. We are all up in the work. We are all up in that shit. And it'd be really great to see you ground and get into your vagina, into your body, into your womb, into your magic. And I say this to myself. So I am going to be doing a dancing eros class in August. 
um, a whole uh, semester. And basically you dance the five archetypes of the female. And it's very, very confronting, some of them, because the very feminine, feminine maiden archetype is, I think, who's going to fuck with me. The wild woman, that's me, baby. I got that. The sexual, sexy wild woman, I think that's going to be all easy for me. But the fucking maiden, the soft, gentle, you know, um, submissive, I think that is the thing that's going to mess with me. And so it's really interesting. The clients I've, I've told to go do this the transformation, the, the shit that gets healed and moved through dance is out of control. There's something else in Melbourne called the five rhythms dance. It's not just in Melbourne, actually. I think it's a global movement. Five rhythms. You dance the five different rhythms. And it's like a $20 thing. You go into a town hall. Nobody talks. Everybody just dances. It's like a dance meditation. No one's judging you. You could literally sit on the floor or dance like a crazy person however you want. And it is so healing. I've done it many times. It's been a while that I haven't been. But dance always helps us. Why? Because we're moving our energy. We're moving pent up shit that gets stuck in our bodies. That is the one of the best ways to ground into your feminine, ground into your sacral, ground into your body. Also, energetic healing. Energy healing is fucking the bomb. Shamanic healing, chakra healing, um, Reiki sessions, energy healing at some point with somebody who you trust and you find and you get referred to that's good because there's a bunch of people out there that are a little bit dodgy. You just got to be careful. So making sure that you, you go into these energetic healings with a bit of an intention and work through the trauma in the body because the body holds a lot. My podcast is all about the mind and all about managing your mind and letting go of thoughts and not thinking you're not good enough. But you can't just take the trash out in the mind. It gets stored in the cells of your body. Literally, I had a shamanic session for my birthday that my husband got me with our beautiful healer, Sharif. He's amazing. And I, some shit in my session came up that had to do with sexual um, abuse and trauma from my mother. And I don't even know until I ask her that it's true. I felt it. I felt like it wasn't mine. I felt like it was my mother's shit. And then obviously, yes, my mother had a lot of sexual abuse. I think I was even born from sexual abuse. I don't know. I, I need to get more details. I don't want to like, you know, hit her up too much with it. But I did start poking around and asking her and I was right. And so I felt that on the table. Like, so some of the shit you carry is not even yours. It's your imprint from birth, your grandma's shit, because you were in your fucking grandma's womb too. You know, like it's like the body holds so much so freaking much so we got dance we got you you know singing moving your body making sure that you are I would I would totally if you are someone who struggles to be in the feminine um, but you obviously are a feminine woman yet feminine energy I would do things with more women so like the sisterhood is a perfect place to step in and embody the feminine one of the sisterhood women joined because she really wanted more femininity she does very masculine shit. All her groups she was involved in were men or business men. And business in itself feels very masculine, right? Because we, we want to compete and we want to make more than them. And we want to make sure that we're fighting because we have to fight for our fucking rights. If it was all inequality, they wouldn't, it wouldn't, business wouldn't feel so masculine. I really believe because we're fighting for equality, it feels masculine. And when we get to the place where it's not, it's going to be easy. We'll be able to step into the feminine even more. So being able to be around women, right? And notice if you're like, oh, I don't trust women. What is that? Notice if you're like, women are bitches or women are catty. What is that? Why do you have that belief? And is that belief going to serve you? And how long have you had it for? And where did it come from? And when did you think that last? And have you revisited that belief? Because that, that belief's not going to serve you, my love. And we are a tribe. We are tribe people. 
So you need sistership, you know, whether you join the sisterhood or you have a group or we need sistership. Obviously with boundaries, make sure people are good for you. If they're not good for you, don't hang out with them. But sistership, getting around women that you trust, that you like, that you understand, that they understand you. It is so goddamn important. I can't even tell you. It is so important to the feminine energy. And just getting your ass out in nature. Getting naked. Looking in the mirror naked. Looking at your body. Getting comfortable with who you are and what you are. I want to leave you with this. I don't have time to talk about this right now, but I'm going to do a whole podcast on a life lesson series. I have a condition that is, it's not a condition. I'm not even going to call it that. I have some, a skin autoimmune thing that's called lichen sclerosis. And this thing, it's a skin condition and it affects you in the general area. So in the vagina or your bum or both, if you're lucky like me. And it's autoimmune. So to me, straight away, autoimmune means I need to, it's an inner body I need to manage, right? It's a body attacking itself kind of situation. And so it's so, um, it, it was, it's been so powerful because I've been able to really tune in and listen to my body and figure out what my body's trying to tell me and understand what it is that my body wants me to know and understand about myself. And I cannot tell you how important it is that you understand your body. Now, I have some things because people say, check your breast, you know, breast cancer. Nobody's ever told me, and I have never heard, to check your pussy. Nobody has ever said that. Check your pussies, you know, have a look at it in the mirror, have a look at your vagina in the mirror, you know, have a feel up there, make sure you know what's what and what's going on. Nobody. And guess what? With this lichen sclerosis, your skin can um, start to blend together I guess it's called like a mold together so you can lose labia like that inner lips you can lose your clitoris you can lose all kinds of skin so the skin starts to mold together it's like a skin condition it's out of control and it's so crazy because this is one of my last tips about what you need to do to embrace feminine more check your pussy get comfortable with what that is you know besides touching yourself besides dancing besides singing besides moving your body like have you looked at your shit in the mirror have you seen what it looks like? Have you seen what's up there? Have you had your, had a look around? Do you know it intimately? And you may be like laughing and going, what the fuck? This is how you're ending the podcast. Because maybe nobody's ever told you to do that. Or maybe you have shit around your sexuality. Maybe you're not comfortable with your bleed. Maybe you don't even check your bleed. Maybe you're like, you curse getting your period and you call it PMS. Which, by the way, is a man-made fucking name. Is not it. Check out the shit about PMS and who made up PMS and what it stands for and what it means. Because, really, when you know your bleed and you are in tune with your bleed, your calendar, you know, the moon, your cycles. It's not some fucking airy, woo-woo, fairy shit like I used to think it was. I've actually been getting schooled on my period and understanding what my bleed is, how I feel, when I feel how I feel, when I'm ovulating. You know, whether you want to have a baby or not doesn't matter. It's just understanding your body and the internal, the womb. Man, if you don't know, Angela's going to be back on the podcast and Angel's going to talk a lot about, about bleeds because I want us, I want you guys to have a breakdown about blood and the bleeds and your period and uh, fucking birth control and how that is so bad for you and all this stuff that she knows because she works in the birth space and in the womb space, how she thinks the womb is the magical you know, treasure box of your whole entire life and soul. And so what I want to say to you is what happened to me? I ended up going to my mother-in-law's house. My mother-in-law has lichen sclerosis as well, which is insane. Usually you're meant to get it in premenopausal or after, you know, when you're menopausal. So I got it really early when Gio passed away. Like two weeks before he died, I got it. And so 
I'm going to do a whole podcast on it. So if you have questions, please, I promise you, I will answer all of them on the podcast. But basically what I did was check my pussy in her, in her, um, one of her bedrooms. She's got long mirrors and at our house, we don't have those mirrors. So I went and looked and I was so shocked because my labia was shrinking. The, the, the hood skin was shrinking. I had white spots inside. I thought the white spots were only on the outside and I couldn't see any because I had no mirror. And girl, I looked inside and I could see that the lichen sclerosis was active inside. And what you do, you put a cream and you know, it's a steroid cream, all that shit. But like literally if I'm not watching and paying attention to my internal feminine organs or my internal feminine, my vagina, like I don't know what the fuck is going on up there out there, in there, around there. And so I'm, I got this idea, like, I wonder how many women check their vaginas, how many women check their pussies in the mirror. Do you touch? Do you go up there? Do you feel around? If you've had children, do you know where your cervix is and what this is and what that is? You don't even fucking know. So I really invite you to try all of these things, whichever one resonate with you the most. You don't have to do any of these, but if you're wanting to step more into your feminine, consider that step, the best way to step into your feminine is to step into your fucking pussy, is to know it, is to understand the magic of your womb, is to understand the magic of your body, understand you moving, movement, softening, getting out in nature, grounding, no shoes, stand on the fucking earth, mother earth, the the most feminine mother we have. Mother Earth, get on the grass and ground. And I'm not saying you can't achieve. I'm a high achiever. I'm achieving my ass off. But like the reminder to soften, the reminder to do less and be more, the reminder to, to say no and to submissive to yourself. Look after yourself. You know, one of my girlfriends, she said that something that they used to do was they would meet up in this place. It was like a, a, t- a teepee and all of her girlfriends would meet up and they would just have their underwear on and they would all do like a group massage. Now, some of you out there are like, what the fuck? That sounds crazy. But if you think about it, don't you love like feeling looked after and nurtured? Like men don't usually do that. This is the thing that women do. And so these women, the grown ass women, they were in their thirties and forties would get together twice a year and they would meet and they would all like hook each other up and everybody would be laying down and two women would give this woman a massage and another woman would braid her hair. Someone else would get a massage. You know, it was like a, it was like when you used to have a bath with your best friend back in high school. I don't know if you ever did that. I totally did that. I would have like showers with my best friend and like, I'm like, I would so as a grown ass woman have a bath with my best friend right now (laughs) and just like chat, have a bubble bath and chat about woman shit and life. You know, and like we used to do that when we were little girls. And so it's the most nurturing thing. Get around women. Stand in this. Check out what it looks like for you now to woman up. What does it look like in 2019 and 2020 for you to woman up? Does it look like, you know, emasculating men or does it look like standing in both of your feminine and masculine, going for what you want, but also softening as you're a savage? Because that for me is what it's looking like. And I am totally going to stand more in my feminine. Learning how to do it. I have not mastered it. But I am definitely going to share with you how I am going in the podcast. So you can keep eyes and keep tabs on it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Something a little bit different. A little invitation. I love you so damn much. I can't tell you how happy I am that we have such amazing women in the Global Sisterhood online program. This thing is going to be running until February live and real time. So if you missed out, you can get in in Feb. Literally next year, you have to wait. I hope that you guys are having the most amazing week ever. And I cannot wait to hear from you and speak to you. 
Sorry, that was a really weird long pause. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear and speak from you. Goodbye. No, I love you. I cannot wait to hear from you. Let me know what you think about this episode. Share it. Hit me up on Instagram or email me, whatever you need. I fucking love you, girl. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your time, your ears, your support, your love, your questions. Please connect. You can head over to Instagram at the Queen of Confidence or Facebook at the Queen of Confidence and hit me up. Or if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, email me, y'all. My email is erica at thequeenofconfidence.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. I thank you. I love you. This podcast is for you. Go out there and be great, y'all.